Many CRM users are unaware of the vast capabilities of workflows for managing repetitive tasks to ensuring information is updated. Workflows are extremely versatile and easy to set up, no matter if you use Dell Tech Vision, Dell Tech Vantage Point, Cassential, or other non-industry specific CRMs. Most CRM workflow functionality operates the same among the various systems. In this special limited time bonus episode, I'm going to talk about what workflows are and how to identify when you can use a workflow. In the next bonus episode, I'll share the script I use with clients to actually build their workflows, examples of the most popular CRM workflows, and I'll tell you how you can get my workflow builder worksheet to help you build your own workflows, no matter what CRM system you own. Again, this is a special bonus limited time episode of the Marketers Take Flight podcast, and it's just a sample of the type of bonus content you get by becoming a show supporter. For as little as $5 per month, you can get member-only podcast content, discounts on training, free templates like my Workflow Builder worksheet, and more access to me. Plus, you'll feel good knowing that you're supporting a show that brings you so much value, all for less than a cup of coffee. If you're interested in becoming a show supporter, head over to marketerstakeflight.com forward slash support to learn more and sign up. Now to today's topic, how to automate your CRM information using workflows. First, let me define what a workflow is. A workflow is a way to automate your processes based on an action that occurs within your CRM application. Workflows can be triggered by an event that occurs within a module or an info center, or it can run on a regularly set schedule. And I'll explain the differences between each in a little bit. But before we get to that, let's talk a little bit about why you should even bother with workflows. What can they do for you? Well, first first and foremost, they can automate processes. You can reduce manual entry, manual data entry. You can save time and you can minimize errors, like human errors. (laughs) Examples of this would be when an opportunity record is set up. Let's say the client manager assigned to that opportunity or any opportunity is based on who the client is. And the principle of that opportunity is based on your internal organization, like your office or your department. Instead of having a user remember to fill out the client field and the principal field, and, and maybe even having to look up who the client is to identify who the you know the client manager is, by setting up a workflow, a workflow can automate those two fields to be entered based on who the client is and who the internal organization is. So you're automating data entry and you're minimizing errors, and your users are just a little less frustrated. So that's just some of the examples of automating processes. Next, you can send alerts. You can have alerts automatically sent to various people based on certain conditions. Alerts can be, alerts are typically in two forms. They could be an email sent or like an in-CRM system notification, like on their dashboard or like, you know, the little alert bubble. An example of this is when, could be, 
when an opportunity record may be changed to one or awarded, when that happens, an email can be sent to a group of people um, to alert them about actions that need to be taken. Like maybe we need to get the budget or we need to turn on the timesheet number, et cetera, et cetera. And most CRM systems have some kind of either email alert or some kind of notification in the system, like a pop-up notification. So the next reason why that workflows are so great is they can be your data police. This was a term one of our new um, consultants at Full Sail Partners introduced me to, and I love it, data police. You can use workflows to enforce your business rules to improve your data integrity. For example, do you want to make several fields maybe in a contact record or a client record required, but you don't want to really make them like a system requirement? The the solution would be to maybe utilize workflows instead. Let's say that for every new contact that's entered into your system, you really want them to have somebody to fill out their job title and their email address. So you can create a a workflow that pops up an error message. And this error message would would appear if the user is entering a contact record and saves the record without populating a title field or an email field. So it could be your data police for you to pop up an email or a, a workflow alert to say, yo, 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 you can't continue. We need the title and the email address before you move forward. So that's what I mean about data police. Now, the other way you can use alerts is to send reminders to employees. Activities or other actions that employees need to do can be set up as a workflow to remind that employee automatically. You don't have to remember to remind that employee. The system does it for you. Workflows can be created in, um, you know, to remind employees of certain actions, like, um, you know, maybe remembering to update a record, reminding them that a proposal due date, you know, we're past the proposal due date and a stage isn't updated. You know, they changed it to submitted, but the proposal due date has changed or the award date has passed. They need to go in there and update the record. Or maybe their license renewals are coming up, um, you know, in the next 30, 60, 90 days, you can set incremental, incremental reminders to those employees. So the system can be your reminding so you don't have to worry about it. So there are, you know, so hopefully this is starting to get your brain thinking about different ways you can utilize workflows. So there are two common kind of prompts or ways to set up workflows when you start thinking about these. And those are user initiated and scheduled. So hopefully some of the examples I've already shown you, you're kind of understanding these. I just wanted to put some words around them so you know how to define them. So a user-initiated workflow, these are the actions are triggered when somebody does something to a record. So somebody creates a record, somebody changes a field in a record, somebody, a user, is doing something in the system to trigger that workflow. So that's one type 
the other type are scheduled workflows and scheduled workflows are the, you know, they create these automated actions that run at regular intervals in the background. So nobody has to do anything to a record. The workflows will trigger based on whatever schedule you set up and the conditions you set up. So nobody has to touch anything. So an example of that would be, you know, the proposal due date has passed or it's been 30 days after the proposal due date has passed and we want to remind somebody to do something. So nobody has to touch that record. They can just, it's just running in the background. So that's scheduled. So those are the two main types. And now you can, you're asking, but what can they do? And those are typically called then the actions, the workflow actions. And I've given a lot of examples so far, but, you know, to bring it back to some technical terms, workflow actions, those are the actual automation the workflow populates. And the specific workflow action options that you have available are definitely going to be different from one CRM system to another. But some of the most common workflow actions I've seen across different CRM systems are errors or warnings, um, email alerts, notifications or alerts, field changes, and creating activities. Let me go into these in a little bit more detail. So an error or a warning message, that action checks against the data entered and returns an error message that some field is empty or there's incorrect data entered. I use these for my data police. And depending on your CRM system, you can have it just be a message that pops up Um, And the user can still go on their merry way, or it can be um, not allow the user to save the record until that error is fixed. So depending on your system might, you know, depending on, you know, what it, what options you have. Then there are email alerts. This is pretty self-explanatory. You can have an email sent to a specific person, a security role, or depending on your CRM system, an employee with in a role for that specific record, like whoever the project manager is for that specific record. And then notifications are alerts, email alerts, um, or notifications that go on the employee's dashboard or a pop-up alert while they're in the system, kind of like an Outlook meeting reminder. And then field changes, updates certain fields based on the workflow conditions. Um, And then the last one is creating an activity. This, I know this is very common in Dell Tech Vision and Dell Tech Vantage Point, and the, this workflow action actually creates an activity record. An example of this is when an opportunity is marked lost, an activity can be created to set up a debriefing meeting and assign it to people. And there are, so these are just kind of some of the most common workflow actions that I see f- with CRM users. There are other more complex Plex actions such as stored procedures and SQL scripts and all sorts of stuff. But what I do want you to take away with is it's best to learn all of the actions that are available in your specific CRM. So you have that list before you even begin building any workflows so you know what's possible. So now I hope you are starting to see what data entry, data updates, or reminders can be automated through the use of workflows. Um, 
And sometimes the most daunting task of a workflow is knowing where to begin. For now, just start thinking about the different types of data you are trying to manage and and would love to make those different types of data into an automated process. Even better if you can share those different types of data with me, just send me a DM on Instagram. Find me at Lindsay Divin. Send me a DM with the list of processes or the list of data collection um, related to your information management that you would like to automate. And then I can share those in the next bonus episode. In that next bonus episode, I'll walk you through the plan and the exact template I use with clients to build their workflows and automate their information management. I'll also share the most common CRM workflows I build and let you know how you can get my workflow builder worksheet. Make sure you're subscribed to the show so you don't miss any of these bonus episodes. And even better, if you become a podcast member, by becoming a member, you'll get access to all of the bonus episodes even after November 30th, 2021. As a podcast member, you'll get access again to all the bonus episodes, including the show resources like the Workflow Builder Worksheet and lots more. Learn more and support the show at marketerstakeflight.com forward slash support. So okay, friends, until next time, bye for now.